are doing it. We made it. Yes. Finally. They, look at this beautiful audience. Gorgeous. Give yourselves a hand. <laughs> um, we also dressed up for the occasion. And when I say we, I mean myself. No, 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 no. Fran looked at me. She goes, are those the pants you're going to wear? I said, yeah. She said, do you have other pants? I said, no. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? I thought, I thought this is how I always podcast. Mm, so yes, and then I remembered our vows in cute pants and in not cute pants. <laughs> um, and so I said, I will take you as you are. That was very kind of you. Yeah. A way to turn that around. I like that. Yeah. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis Live from the Brick House in Brooklyn. <laughs> Let's kick off today's episode with a little bit of goings on about Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? That's good. With the siren? I doubt it'll pick it up. I should set this up by saying there's, there's Pat's Netflix and then there's Friends Netflix, yes. and they are two very, very different places. Yeah, Pat's Netflix is all horror, and mine is all like bad reality shows and crime shows. But the worst kind of reality TV shows. So, so what came up on yours was a long list of British reality TV shows. Okay, in my defense, the world is literally on fire right now, and so the way that I am Practicing self-care is by watching trash reality. And I don't know why, but British reality shows are absolute trash. They can make anything into a reality show. And so we had a night where we decided that we were going to just watch as many bad reality shows as possible, yeah, which were some of your favorites. But the thing, well, the thing about British reality shows is that they're so mild-mannered. Yeah. Like, what was the first one we watched was was 100% Hotter, right? Yes. This is a show where you, they talked to someone that they said was not hot, and then they made them hotter. Right. Uh, I mean, like, it's really, A, it's not that hard to do. It's really easy to do with the people they selected. Yeah, it was rough. And then we watched another one called Nightmare Tenants, uh, where it was literally just about people who had a bad tenant in their apartment. Yeah, no. And it, it was, wasn't even that bad. It was no. just like, they didn't move out on time. <laughs> yeah, it's no. Like, it was, this is not... It's been reality. two weeks and they haven't paid the rent. It's like, welcome to my life. I'm, I've like, I, I auditioned for that, actually. <laughs> um, then we also watched Most Embarrassing Bodies. Um, and I don't know if you ever watched British reality TV. They show full wang. They just you guys, show you. Did you guys watch the show, Most Embarrassing Bodies? Okay, you guys know this then. So then you know just how disturbing that show can it's be. It's just people talking to a doctor and being like, I think I have a tail over my butthole. And then they showed the lady's butthole to us. And she did have a tail. No, it, was... it came out of nowhere because they're doing the very polite, very mild-mannered, I'm British, I have a thing, maybe I have a thing, I don't know, would you look at it for, bam, butthole. And we have, we have like a 42-inch television, and that translates, an HD, that translates like... to like a 35-inch butthole. I could count the stripes. <laughs> if she was a tree, I could tell you how old she was. Wow, that is tight. <laughs> 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 I feel like I should feel some kind of way, but I, I don't. I'm but not I mean, threatened at all. But I mean, she seemed nice. No, she was a very sweet lady. A little old for me, but very nice. Yes. And so this started getting us thinking that we should create some new 
British reality shows, because these ones were so boring, we could definitely come up with better reality show titles. Uh, like, um, here's one. I'm sorry, do you have these in a size 11? The whole show is you go into a different store. Oh, it'd be, it'd be size you, 42. 42 for, for that. UK, and you just ask them if they carry your shoe in their size. Oh, That's yeah. the whole show. I was thinking like 50 Shades of Earl Grey. I love it. Like really, really get just, in there. Just drinking tea the whole episode. Uh, what about, um, is there dairy in this? Where people just have to eat different foods? And if there's dairy in it, you might fucking die. <laughs> I like, how about this one? How about this one? Don't apologize. It's a show where people bump into you and you have to try not to say you're sorry. Mm, that's that's British right York. there. That's also living in New York City. <laughs> you don't have to try in New York. No, that's what I, I know. No one says it. So you would kill it in New York. You have one more? I have one more. Okay. I have one more. This one's called I Misplaced My Cufflinks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's where you hide someone's cufflinks and then you jumped out and go, You got punked, bitch! Oh, wow, that's very aggressive. <laughs> it's the British version of punk, but it's pretty simple. Um, I love that. Thank and those you. were all great things that have happened recently in Brooklyn and should take place in the UK. Um, before we move into our next corner, I just want to say thank you to the listener who emailed us to let us know that my Wikipedia entry is incorrect. For some reason, it says that I moved to New York City in 2009 to study law on a scholarship to St. John's. That's actually about Patrick. That's my degree that you just gave her credit for, yeah. whoever did that. So we don't know, I don't know how to fix my Wikipedia, so if you out there listening know how to fix the Wikipedia entry, please go ahead and update it. I'm more than happy to take credit for Patrick's law degree, but um, I don't think that that's fair to you. Yeah, I, I agree. Also, if you know how to start a Wikipedia page, for me, feel free to do it. That would be great. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm somebody, too. <laughs> okay, I think... I... No comment. <laughs> I believe I think, in you. <laughs> I think it's time for some Animal Corner. Animal Corner! Animal Corner! Okay, so this story is a, is, a, is a man who set his own house on fire using a blowtorch to try to kill spiders on the outside of his home. So apparently, he was at his, it's not even his house, it's his, it's his parents', parents house. house. So he was house-sitting for them. So apparently, he goes outside, he sees a crack in the bricks where he thinks spiders are living. He lights up a blowtorch and he puts it up to the hole, blasts it, killing the spiders, presumably, but also setting the inside of his house on fire. It went right up to the attic and it set the place ablaze. And, uh, and they no longer have a house. Well, what was interesting to me about this story was when I told Patrick about it, I was like, why would you use a blowtorch on spiders? Like, why wouldn't you just use, like, Raid or something? Patrick's response was, well, yeah, I've killed lots of bugs with blowtorches before. I have. And I was like, okay. that is the whitest thing <laughs> you have ever said. Listen, in, in my defense, I thought that a, a spider egg had hatched in my so bathtub. So you can empathize with this man. In college, well, I mean, no, because he set his house on fire, and that would make me look bad. Yeah, but you tried to use a blowtorch on spiders also. Okay. Like, walk me let me just the Let me explain process. to you what happened. So I go into my bathtub. It's college. There are all these little tiny black specks. If you've ever seen a spider age hatch, they're like, they're like little poppy seeds, but they go everywhere. 
So I'm thinking, how do you kill a thousand different tiny microscopic spiders at the same time? Well, I got some hairspray and I got a lighter and I started blowtorching it. And it turned out that my bathtub was just really dirty. <laughs> um, and, and I did nothing but embarrass myself as I've done again here tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, now we're going to move into a corner that is beloved by listeners far and wide of the podcast and is probably hands down one of Patrick's very favorite corners. Uh. Please join us for Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> wearing baby bangs, uh, but haven't. have you ever heard, well, baby bangs are when people have like really short bangs, um, but in keeping with this corner, which is just about babies, um, have you ever heard about bangs for your baby? No. Uh, there is a website called Baby Bangs, and it is their tagline is, for the girl that has everything except for hair. And it is a <laughs> headband that your baby can wear that comes with bangs. Are they, are they like, are they realistic looking bangs? Are these no, like, they look terrible. They look like your average corner store hair supply. I'm looking for like Axel It's like Rose a track. Like it's the... just a track that's on a little headband <laughs> for your baby. Um, and what I thought was really disturbing about this is I was like doing some Googling to try and find like reviews. And this is one of the reviews. It says, this is a huge relief to infants everywhere that have been dying to sex up their look. And it's a baby. Um, and so it is for that reason that I am happy to report that the sales for these baby bangs were so bad that the company has gone out of business. Good riddance to baby bangs. I mean... If you are a bald baby, I support and affirm you. You do not need bangs to be a good baby. I mean, who thought that was going to take off, though? Who was like, you know what? We're going to get hair for babies started. We're going to get that. This is going to blow up. I, Everyone's going to want the. I agree that it should not be a thing, but I guarantee you, if Stormy was on the gram with some baby bangs, they would blow up. If you Do you know who Stormy is? I... Mm, try. Mm. I'm honestly sad that I know who she is. We're not, we're not talking about... Not no, okay. I'm talking about a baby. Oh, there's a baby named Stormy, and you why know who would it I, is? Why would I? I thought Stormy was gonna put the bangs okay, on wait, her wait, baby. No. Okay, context clues. Remember okay. when you were like uh, in third grade okay. and you would get you would be reading a sentence and you wouldn't know what the word meant, and so you would have to look at the other words in the sentence. Yeah, I, I that's what the SAT friend. Okay. SAT. That's what I'm Which asking you to do in this instance. Okay. It's I have Stormy. no idea. I don't know any baby's name, Stormy. Okay. Well, it's Kylie Jenner's baby. Ah, well then. I oh, I'm just know saying that it, I know. I, listen, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I'm just saying to you that if that baby was on Instagram with some baby bangs, yeah. everybody would go out and buy them, and their babies would have bangs. So if you had a baby, what kind of bangs would you want to put on mm, said baby? I could now do, your baby's bald. I could do a side swap. I love, I love a side swipe. It's great, especially when you fuck up one of your eyeliner. Just do the side swipe and no one knows. You can only get one right. Yeah. So I would, I would support my baby having a side swipe. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. What about like a good slash? What about just a wig? Like just a big slash wig? That's a no for me. 
now you I, know we have very different expectations for this kid. Yes, this we're gonna is have. True. We're gonna I think have that, a that lot is very symptomatic about. of our of our life, of our podcast, <laughs> of our styles. We are going in two very different tracks, and that's okay. You stay in your lane. I'm gonna stay in mine. My lane includes the baby wings. <laughs> so just so you know. All right, let's move into a game that we call You Guessed It, where I come up with some possible people that could be guests on the podcast, and you have to guess who they might be. Are you ready? I, I am so ready for this. All right, this person is a writer who has written for publications including The Guardian, Elle Magazine, BuzzFeed, and Slate. She was even featured on Forbes 30 Under 30 list. She had an incredible essay called My Father Spent 30 Years in Prison, Now He's Out, that was named one of the Long Reads Best Pieces of 2017. And he is a poet who co-founded the New York-based reading series Bang Said the Gun, and they are a married couple. Can you guess who these guests might be? I think I can do it. Is it Ashley C. Ford and Kelly Stacy? You guessed it! We had no, I had no idea you were going to be here. I just completely and you're guessed. you're already mic'd. It's I know. so convenient. <laughs> right, right. Brought it from home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so congratulations are in order because the two of you recently got married. You sure did. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I saw online that you did a whole series detailing your wedding called A Bride Without a Plan for Refinery29. Can you talk a little bit about why you decided to disclose to the world that you didn't have a plan and how you came about deciding that you didn't, that you're just gonna wing it. A ton of brides don't have plans. A ton of people, I think, get proposed to and don't necessarily, like we had talked about getting married. Like it's not like he surprised me. It wasn't that kind of thing. You guys were together for a while. Yeah, we've been yeah. together for a grip. Like we've known each other for a really long time. Um, Do you know what a grip is, baby? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go with, Do I'm you want to use with... context clues? <laughs> I mean, You said a, a long, long time, time and yeah, then no, she I get said it. a grip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with eight and a half years. No, actually, no. We not too far. Not too far. We've known each other. <laughs> How long have we known each other? Nine years. We're about to define grip right here. <laughs> eight years. We've known. Yeah, we've known each other eight years, okay. and we have been in this iteration of our relationship for five. Five. Okay. Um, yes. So. I just decided, I realized when we, um, as soon as he proposed and immediately people asked me a million questions. And any, I think, cis woman who has been proposed to has had this experience where you get proposed to and if you are not the kind of person who already has like a Pinterest and a binder, <laughs> yeah. you get blindsided by people being like, so, so what do you want to do? What are your colors? What, what are your plans? <laughs> what are your colors? And you're like, colors? He's white, I'm black, what do you mean? Like, but no, like, you know, there are all these things that people just assume you've been thinking about that if you're somebody like me, you just haven't at all been thinking about and never considered. Um, so I wanted to sort of walk through the process of like sort of trying to become interested in a wedding. Um, and also all of the weird family stuff and emotional stuff that yeah. comes up with yeah. weddings. Yeah, and so and and Kelly, you were you were blindsided too, right? Like, what are you wearing? What are you? How <laughs> yeah. long do you yeah. have like a? You know, there was I was I also wrote an article a column that was like the groom who doesn't have a plan, but <laughs> right. apparently. Right. 
That's not a big new right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, groom, the groom who was able to play PlayStation through this entire yeah. process. Yeah, babe, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did tell me early on, he was like, so what do you, like, what do you want me to do? What do you, and I was like, I don't even know yet. Like, I have no idea. And then he was like, okay, I'm only saying this because I feel like at some point we're gonna be in the same room and I'm gonna look over at you and you're going to be looking at me like, this motherfucker won't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so He's he the one who asked. Yeah. yeah, so he, he was like, tell me what to do. Because he was basically like, don't set me up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't set me up where at the end you did everything and never asked me now, to do anything. <laughs> I had a, a wedding actual question for the final wedding. Mm. Did Kelly dance? Because Patrick did not dance at I our wedding. I danced my ass off. Kelly you did? Oh, really? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you a good dancer? No, I mean, not really. But <laughs> It doesn't matter. Not really. It was either like, uh, I mean, it was like damned if you do, damned if you don't. I yeah. had to get up there and either not dance or dance in front of her whole family. Mm, to mm. Me, his That's family, a good point. That's a good point. His family made like a pact <laughs> of like, if if one of us has to, we're, we're just all going to dance. They were like, they talked to each other and were like, like we are all going I to dance. I the commitment. Nobody's not going to dance. No dancing. Well, we were doing the electric slide. We were doing the. the we were doing slide though. Like I know, I baby. Need... They they tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> the instructions like are. They are the, that's the, the, the that's dance. true. But goddamn it, I don't want to be told. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to dance my own way, which is not dancing, or a moderate bob of my head. Well, he was scared my sister would turn him into a meme, which was oh, that is a fair totally yeah. probable. I have turned family members into memes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and you know they're they're mixed feelings when you do that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And you don't want to be a meme from your own wedding. No. At somebody else's wedding, you can be that guy. It. My family, I definitely come from the kind of family where it's like we they will talk shit about you because they love you. Like that's mm -hmm. part of like the thing. That's also just called a black family. <laughs> I mean, right? the crowd is. I mean, like, it's a lot of different kinds of people in the crowd. Talk shit about I'm just us. trying to explain <laughs> what's going that's on. Not <laughs> you. Are you, are you saying your family likes me? Well, no, they, they, lo they love you. No, no, they love. No, no, no. It's that they love you. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like their their yes. their love language. Yes. Oh my cousins are the fa my my family is here, and they will trash talk you. That's how you know that they care about you. When they, my grandmother my met got Patrick, on Kelly she called him right fat. My family immediately. Yo, they no, got no, on no, Kelly she, immediately. She my she sister did. was like, "We calling you McLovin. That's your name." <laughs> that's fair. Like, I feel like was, that was. That's just a that's a good it one. Was you don't let it go. Not the first time that was my nickname. Yes. <laughs> it was immediate. When I met Fran's grandma, it was me and my brother, who's who's like G.I. Joe buff. He's, he is a military, he's a soldier. Um, and we're driving up. We stop at her grandma's house. She opens the door. Fran goes, Grandma, this is, this is my boyfriend at the time, Patrick. She looks at my brother, looks at me, looks at my brother, looks at me, goes, the fat one? <laughs> and I was like, and yeah. then just doesn't say anything. And I was just like, all right, this is like, going great. I was like, he's mine. You know, he's not going to get that reference. But that's what I said. I was like, this is the one. But yes, that's yeah. a, that is the but love language. But she loved me the whole time. Yes, yes. that's pretty much Good how it to was. know. That's how it was. Um, well, we actually, this week, are celebrating six years of marriage. Woo! And so we thought that we are more than qualified to give you a rapid fire couples questions quiz in order Ooh. to determine the success of your new nuptials. 
Are you guys ready? Yep. Let's this do is a yes and no. The answers are going to be yes and no. So we're setting this up for you so that it should not be too difficult. But they are going to be rapid. This is how it's it going to work. Fran is going to ask you questions, and I will direct the questions to Kelly. We'll go back and forth. You have to say it with it. This is no thinking, no yes time to think. No. Yes or no. You jump on it, and that's how we know you're being honest. Okay. okay. That's okay. the that's right. the point. Are you ready? We're ready. Okay, Ashley. Does Kelly have any food allergies? No. Kelly, do you write poetry for Ashley? Yes. Uh, Ashley, does Kelly like horror movies? Yes. Do you do the dishes? Oh yeah. Has Kelly ever been bit by a rabid animal? No. <laughs> Give it a few days, we'll find out. <laughs> Have you ever lied about farting? No. Has Kelly ever lied about farting? No. <laughs> oh, wow, you guys are actually, is Ashley's middle name just C? No, it is, it is Cassandra, which is uh, Temptress of the, no, Prophetess of the Doom. Oh, now he's just showing off. Entangler of Men. Oh, wow. Okay. Have, and now I'm here. Titles. I do. Ashley, do you like my shoes? I do. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was the wedding. Have you, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> yes. I know you have because you're a poet. Ashley, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? No. Kelly, can I borrow five bucks? Sure. <laughs> Ashley, why does Kelly have two first names? <laughs> he has three. It's a yes or a no question. <laughs> yes. Okay, we are tabulating. Oh, I think we have one. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Finally, I want to know, what does it sound like when doves cry? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair um, on, you did get a few of them not correct, but congrats. This marriage is going to be a success. You think you have what it takes. Yeah. Also, also, like I don't, I, I don't think you were being completely honest when you were like you can borrow five bucks because if you're. As poets, and I've, I've been one myself, we all know poets aren't going to lend you five Oh bucks. my goodness, he's We know it's not going to happen. I can't take this. No, oh, look it. at this. This is a we'll bodega refer- dollar right here. <laughs> yeah. This is, you don't know where this is. This is, this is a poem in itself. It was. <laughs> There's stuff going on. <laughs> all right, well, um, thank you so much for, for taking our marriage quiz. We want to do a few corners with you. Excellent. Let's do Excellent. it. You ready? We're going to move into the science corner. Science corner! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is a study about the idea that people who look like each other date each, like people that date each other usually end up looking like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought this would be a great conversation to have with the two of you because you both wear glasses. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> you see the true. in that we have. That means yes. for this yeah. very that you are piece of ahead of the game. Um, this is not something that applies to Patrick and I because as you can see, I have lips and Patrick does not. (laughs) And I have the kind of courtesy not to insult my spouse in front of a live audience and Fran does not. Okay, so there, so this is not (laughs) We actually maybe should be taking a quiz of our own right now. (laughs) So we want to know from the both of you, do you think that you two look alike? 
I mean, I've all. <laughs> I've literally always said that part of the reason I would be I'm worried about if we decide to have a baby is the fact that our faces are so different <laughs> that I'm like that nose with this. Yeah, I don't we know. actually have this. We have like, we have the same dilemma. I think but, we would be fine. But yeah, yeah I think it would work strong. out. You know, things come together. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know what's interesting? I don't necessarily think that Kelly and I look alike at all, but I have posted photos on my Instagram quite a bit where the comments have been a ton of people being like, you guys have the same smile. Mm. Like you have the exact same smile. And I don't even think that's really true. I don't know, you usually <laughs> on me about my smile in pictures. Because I want you to smile like you, you smile when we're just hanging out. I, uh, he's the kind of person who grew up with like a parent in his face who's uh, always taking pictures. Okay. So, so his all smile his smiles like, when like, he takes pictures are like. Yeah, it's like oh. there's no teeth and I just smile and he up just, and I It's like he eyes. just makes like a, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm doing this again. Oh, all right. Oh, and I'm, I'm like, I'm your different. wife. You are happy to be with me. <laughs> Take the photo correctly. Patrick's not really a smiler. He kind of does the weird Jaden Smith, like, I'm thinking. Yeah, thing. I do the enigmatic youth of America, like. Yeah. Oh, one of Is these. that what we're calling it? <laughs> it sounds cooler. <laughs> I don't know. Can no. you can you write me something good for that? That would be that would the be enigmatic great. youth of America. Yeah. I'll get right or a better it. name for that face. <laughs> Whatever will sell it to the people I'm doing it to. Well, why do you not smile? Is it like because your mom was always in your face? I don't uh, want to put that on, on Charlene on if that wasn't her. No, I mean, not on the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to smile for photos, though, because there's like a fraction of a second where you are happy to be smiling for that photo, and then there's all the time it takes to actually take the photo. Absolutely. And it's like, I'm not, I can't fake, I can't fake happy. When I smile at you, well, it's because I'm happy. This was not something that I was prepared to bring to the pod, but I will just do this as a public service. Tyra Banks taught me that if you pretend to laugh, looks great. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, nails it for every photo. <laughs> I'm gonna do that for all of our family I'm vacations. I'm serious. From Try now. it. Just <coughs> laugh and pose. Yeah. Works every single time. Um, so. The key to a happy marriage is to continue to try and find ways to look like each other. Yeah, so the glasses mm -hmm. you're nailing. We're it. Oh, we wear a lot of our. Like, I wear a lot of his clothes. Oh. She does. She does see, take all of my hoodies. That see, that's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else can we do to make you guys look more like each other? Can I mean, where? How do you see yourselves looking like each other in five years? I could do some like high-waisted pants. Yeah. With like the crop top sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah. More yes. dudes in crop tops. I could wear mm -hmm. Vans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> lots of blue shoes. Kelly's got a thing with blue shoes, yeah. so most Nothing of his shoes are blue. Yeah, and see, I'm okay with us not looking like each other because when it comes to dressing, I don't want to dress like a pile of leaves. I like. <laughs> I'm wearing a jacket. I know, but baby, your favorite color is br like browns and. Where's the brown? I'm just saying, like normally, that's one of the colors that you frequent. <laughs> you see what I? You see? <laughs> Take me with you guys. <laughs> it's I get it. I'm really into earth tones too, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They look great. That burnt orange color. Oh yeah, I love that's that. That's my color. color. Okay. That and just and black V-necks. That's really. If you say it. so. <laughs> um, let's move on to a, another story that we think uh, would be fun to talk to you both about. Yeah, I thought you guys would have a, a lot of interesting things to say about this. There is a bakery in England that has been selling not gingerbread men but gingerbread people. 
or gingerbread persons. Yeah, just gingerbread people. But gingerbread people. So they went out of their way to make their gingerbread individuals gender neutral. And, and they people did this, are pissed about They it. did this in 1983, but like two months ago, the internet found out. <laughs> and you know what happens when the internet finds out about something. Um, death threats. You, they, and because now people getting, are so mad about gender neutral cookies that they are threatening to kill people. Yeah. Now, I don't know about any gingerbread person you guys have ever eaten, but mine, they've always haven't. No gender. Well, I, yeah, there's no like, gender. Yeah, it's, exactly, mm, it's, it's like it's like a Barbie doll. Same yeah. thing. I mean, but I you can know. get them for like you can get them for like the bachelor and bachelorette parties though. Oh and it's yeah, just like yeah, a big frosty you. thing. You know? Why do you think frosty, people are getting upset about this? <laughs> because people like being mad. Yeah. I think there are some people who kind of roll out of ten. And they really can't even, like, they get mad when you're not at a 10. Mm, like, they be like, true. you know the kind of people who when you you be like, oh, but I just walked past this, and they're like, oh, you walked past it? <laughs> <laughs> you just walked How past dare Oh, oh, you. you just gonna walk on the sidewalk? <laughs> like, you don't remember what happened here last week? And you like, I didn't, I wasn't here I last no week? Idea. And they be like, that's yeah. disrespectful. It's you should learn before you get here. It's like stuff like that. It's just a cookie. It's like, why be so upset about a cookie? Plus, bottom line for me, gingerbread, and I don't know how y'all feel about this, just ain't that good for oh, me to be mad about. Really... I think that's yeah. fair. It's not delicious enough for it's, me to be mad about. It's not worth like noodle. gingergate, for right? sure. Like, <laughs> they're like sending people to their house, you know, they're ordering them pizzas. Of course this happened in England. You right. know they, because they be. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but it do. <laughs> they be like, what if you put like a sausage in what might be grits, but it's probably not? And then you put gravy on it. Breakfast, and you're like, no, this is terrible. It's so bad. It ain't got no flavor. That's like, that is the land of not seasoning your food. So this is a reason for them to be. So really, this is motivated by just lack of seasoning and spice. I think so. Mm -hmm. I think it makes you wild and crazy. <laughs> I think it really messes with you when your food not you seasoned. Get it out and eventually, yeah. you just like, something is missing. And you don't know what it is. And it's paprika. But really, you mad about whatever. Like, that's really what it is. <laughs> That's really, truly what it is. Ain't no frosting on the gingerbread. You know what I mean? They don't they put just, frosting on them. They, they don't, put like a smile on there. That's probably like why they buttons. call them ginger people, because they was like, oh, they'll take more frosting. Just let them be whoever <laughs> they want to be. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Um, well, if there's anyone out there who's upset about these gingerbread people, we have proposed that maybe there needs to be an app called Ginger, where these ginger cookies can hook up with each other. And they can, and they can sort it out for themselves. We don't need decide. to press their preferences on yeah. them. We don't, don't need to these cookies. Gin exactly. Ginger is a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> ginger is so a spectrum. That was a really bad joke, <laughs> but I stand by it. <laughs> the best part is I put that on the list, and I you know, took heat for I'm it. I know, and I'm taking the heat for it. So <laughs> <laughs> this is how That's I get my shots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's there's one other thing I want, and it's kind of it's kind of related, and I I thought that this was really very interesting because the Boy Scouts have now become the Scouts, which is great because now they're including everybody. So anybody can be a Scout. That's fantastic, right? But now the Girl Scouts are suing the Scouts because they're like, well, if you're all the Scouts, then what are we? 
who are we now if we are not Girl Scouts? And I wonder, like, where, like, where does that, where does that leave us in terms of getting our cookies? Yes. Mm. Mm. Because That's interesting. <laughs> I mean. To be honest, provide us with the cookies. You're really asking the important question. I, look, you gotta stay focused and you gotta have priorities. This is true. Now, do the regular scouts also get to sell cookies? So that could be good. Then you could save money on cookies competition. Oh yeah, th that's a fair point. There's a monopoly, and you know how much I don't actually. I don't know how much they cost. I just go like, here's fifty bucks. Yeah. Give it, you know. Notice that the two white men on stage immediately turned this into a capitalism problem. <laughs> <laughs> of like, well, when you have more cookies in the market, we're going to bring down the price for everybody. I'm counting my $5 over Right, over look at again. you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I make this make money you like, for me? <laughs> you're like, them Girl Scouts been tripping. Three fifty a box. Fair, she bought the Girl Scout cookies for me. I do. I do buy the Girl Scout cookies for you. Um, I am a Boy you're Scout. You're You are a Boy Scout? I'm a Boy yeah. Scout. I um I joined the Boy Scouts. <laughs> this is such a weird story. My Spanish teacher and chemistry teacher in high school, right before I graduated, were I was in like pride detention. I don't know, like doing something, and they were like, "Well, Ashley, you know what you should come do is work at our Boy Scout camp." They were the camp director and assistant director for a Boy Scout camp. I grew up in Indiana, so you know, once you get out of like the city <laughs> in Indiana, it's who knows? <laughs> and they were like, there's a lake, come to the lake. And I was at a point in my life where I didn't know like, what I was doing either. Maybe I'll be murdered here. I and I was like, cool. <laughs> and they were like, seriously? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, are you really going to show up? And I was like, yeah. And so I went and they taught me how to teach little Boy Scouts um, wilderness survival and stuff. But you have to become a Boy Scout to teach the Boy Scouts. So I had to become a Boy Scout to do it. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, it was great. Except for then, like I left and two years later, they were like, gay kids can't be in the Scouts. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Happens. Do you think that maybe this change in title is a chance or an it's attempt to be more inclusive to kind yeah. of get over that scandal? It's just rebranding. It's just re it's just them trying to stay relevant in a time when they tried really, really, really hard to hold on to those conservative traditional values that were no longer serving the community. And so now they're like, well, the Boy Scouts got a bad rap, so we're just the Scouts. Anybody right. can join. They and the Girl Scouts are like, that. but the problem is the Girl Scouts have been on it. The Girl Scouts have been progressive for a really Well, they long make that time. cookie money, so. <laughs> they did. Like, they did. But they also dispersed that cookie money because that's what happens when girls are in charge. Yes! Okay, we'll talk about a mic drop moment from our boy slash just regular scout. Uh, Ashley, you are always busy. You're doing eight bajillion things. Is there anything coming up that you would like to share with the audience? Yes. Okay. This is also weird because I'm a writer and stuff like that. But I randomly decided, um, was asked to join the cast of um, a show that's happening at Feinstein's and 54 Below called The Nightmare Before Christmas. So cool. Um, which Very is cool. also my favorite movie. <laughs> um, I'm playing the narrator and the mayor um, of Halloween Town. And it's just a ton of fun. The next show is, and the next and last show is December 13th. 
Amazing. Good to know. Um, And Kelly, you have a a poetry series, correct? That's called Bang Said the Gun? Used to. Used to. Used to. That is the coolest name ever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was was originally done in London, and I met up with somebody who's from there, and we ran one uh, down in the Lower East Side for about a year. Yeah, and so you said that the two of you were doing a new project together? Yeah, we worked on an interview series together where we, um, one of our favorite things to do is sit on the couch and listen to records and talk about the music and talk about our lives and talk about, like, basically everything in the world, and it's really my, I think our favorite time together is sitting on the couch and just talking to each other about music, and we decided we wanted to kind of try to recreate that with friends or people who we were interested in sort of the soundtrack to their lives, like what's the music that made you? Oh, that's um, cool. Um, yeah. And we did the first one with the author John Green. Oh, cool. Um, which is really exciting. And our second one, we are trying um, to get our schedules together right now, but she did say yes. Um, we're going to do with Zadie Smith. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Wow. Well, we cannot wait to hear more from that series. Do you want to say the name of it, just in case people want to uh, It's called B-Side in? Chats. Yeah, it's called B-Side Chats. It's a medium, super easy to find and oh, to like pay attention to. It's a lot of fun. Well, we cannot yeah. wait to see who else is coming up, and I know there's going to be more awesome things coming for you both in the future. Congratulations again, thank and you thank you much. so much for joining us for Last Name Basis. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really wanted that $5. I'm not going to lie. But you got it, babe. Well, you know, it's New York. Like, you need cash on you. And if you don't have cash, you're, you're, you have no Lucy money. Yes, Patrick is still smoking cigarettes. <laughs> you're telling on yourself, so that's fine. <clears throat> okay. So next up, we have a very, very important part of what's now our tradition, our second annual election for podcast president. You can, you can, you should yes. definitely cheer for that. We have a graphic, okay? <laughs> so, last year you guys made a big mistake, okay? You elected Francesca to be the president of this podcast. And there can only be one president, and I, I truly and, and strongly believe that that should be me. Mm, mm. Ever since Fran's election, we've been in a downward spiral. Oh, really? It's gotten worse and worse around here. It's been rough. Look at these pants. I don't even have <laughs> nice pants. You Fran? Say, I'm sorry, you are blaming me for your pants deficit? Yes, I am. You're the president. You're supposed to take care of this stuff, and that's why I've decided to run again. I have been the president of this podcast for a full year, and I have served looks. Even though we are an audio podcast, I come ready. I stay ready. The hair is laid. Thank you. The hair, no. Yes, excuse me. No. I let, excuse me, excuse me, I let you speak. I also would like to say that I wore Spanx for today's live show, even though I'm wearing a dress with cutouts, and that is a risk. I took a risk, and I think that it is important as the podcast president to tell you that I will do whatever it takes to look good, no matter what. Yeah, but what about the actual podcast? Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> 
I will. You still don't have pants. I yes, that is a personal problem, and I think that it's important to highlight that. That as the podcast president, I'm not asking you to do anything other than listen. Patrick wants to give you extra responsibilities, like help him find a new podcasting no. jacket, help me quit smoking cigarettes. He, I didn't ask for that. Mm, well, you should. <laughs> Someone should help him. What I'm saying to you is as the podcast president, I also come with musical references. If you'll remember at last year's live show, Patrick was unable to identify a TLC song. Is that someone right, that you right, want hey, representing hey, settle this down. podcast? Not everybody I also would to like TLC. to remind you that one time Patrick asked if Selena was still alive. I did that, yeah. Yeah, I did that. I did that. But I did it. I did it does for the that, pod. Does that speak for you? <laughs> no. It does I'm not. This is, this is, what is this, Christ pose? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get carried away. I'm, I'm campaigning. I'm speaking to the people. Another thing that I would like to say as the podcast press, mm -hmm. and I think another reason that I should get a second term, is I always do lots of voices on the podcast. You know, I love to do like a little bougie, a bouge voice. <laughs> I love to sing characters, and I think that is very important. And we all know that Patrick cannot do voices. I, you know, I can't do voices, but you know what? I make all of these little intros for the podcast. I make those with my bare hands. I practically crochet those things together. Mm -hmm. Like, I do that. Like, who, who would have intros? Where would our intros be if it wasn't for me? Who would edit the podcast who's if not who's, for me? Who's, whose voices are in those intros? Who is telling you what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? Who is singing about the animal corner? Who is singing about the science corner? Under my direction. I know. Mm -mm. Yes. Yes. After that I say, not, say this is, and say it like this. That is not true. Oh, is it not those true? You're going to lie? This fake news now. Those are improvised. Mm -hmm. Those are improvised. Let's talk about employment. Mm, okay. There are four of us. We've got me, you, Filthy, and Kaya, and two of us don't have jobs. That's an unprecedented 50% unemployment rate. 75% if you count the fact that you only work W-E-R-K. Yes, I do work. <laughs> I, I admit. What say I, you? No, 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 no. First of all, that is untrue. I work and I work. Mm. Right, and, and at dinner parties, she serves our guests looks. Yes, yes. It's, and it we is... all are hungry no, for no. change. No, no, okay. Okay, <laughs> I would like to address, I would like to address the, the jobs comment, okay? Kaya did have a job, and she was kind enough to stop doing her job so that she could help contribute to the duties around the home. Our dog cleans... She does. She is an excellent cleaner. She's also been doing uh, some interior design. Patrick bought this hideous rug, and Kaya has been looking tirelessly to find a new one. She's, so I don't no, think I it is. It. Yeah, I don't yeah. think no, it I is did. fair. I bought, a, I bought a rug you didn't like, and Kaya has peed all over it. So I don't know if that we counts as a contribution. Together. Then, then maybe. But look, guys, I know that Fran is popular. I know that she's done a lot. I know she's. I know she's beautiful. I know she has, there's so many reasons to respect all of her contributions on this podcast and outside of this podcast, but you guys have never had to watch her 
eat. <laughs> when I tell you, I mean like we will be eating a bagel, a bagel with butter and the butter is dripping down her wrist like she murdered the woman on the Land of Lakes package. <laughs> And she can this is the best part, she can both talk and eat at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. So that there's always like bits of buttered bagels flying at you like you're playing dodgeball in hell. It's, okay. you have not seen this, her little T-Rex arms are I just am, shoveling it in okay. as she's I reading you like and reading say, you. I am a multitasker. Yeah. And I think that if you have someone who wants to lead, you need someone who is willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Right. If I have to talk while I'm eating, damn it, I'm going to talk. And uh -huh. that's who you want leading the pod. We once went out to dinner and she ate her entire plate of food before I got through half of mine and I didn't talk. Like you would talk the entire time and then I was like, holy shit, you remember this? I like stood up in the restaurant, I was like, you I ate all of recall. that and you didn't stop talking. <laughs> I do not recall any of that taking place. And I would argue that it is not relevant to this election. <laughs> All right, <It's> well, <laughs> here's the thing, audience. Ultimately, it is not our decision to make. That's this right. election will be decided by you all, so make your voice heard. You can go to our Twitter and you can cast your vote for who you believe should be the president of the podcast. Will you make the right decision and re-elect me? No. Or... You won't. Or will we need a recount in the event you make the wrong decision or someone tampers with our election because that sort of thing has been known to happen. Would you have any closing remarks, Patrick? Just, just vote for me, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Here's why you wanna vote for me and this, and this should sell it, right? Because I get it, I get it. Well, everybody loves Fran, right? I get it, but if you vote for me, it will drive her up a wall, and that makes for fantastic podcasting. <laughs> I think on that, I rest my case. <laughs> I All rest right, my we, will, we will make sure that you go to our Twitter so that you can vote for podcast president. We are gonna move on to another installment of You Guessed It. All right, I'm ready. This next guest is one of the co-hosts of the Smash loudspeaker podcast, The Friend Zone. She's also a leading voice in the space of health, wellness, beauty, DIY. She is the original beautiful one, mm. and she spells her name just like mine, except for with a K. Who might this guest be? Francesca Medina, that's Hey Friend Hey. You guessed it! <laughs> Someone else is serving looks today. <laughs> I'm giving teenage angst today. Yes, <laughs> I'm into it. Hi. Hi, thank you for joining us. It's taken so long, but it's finally here. I know, this is so awesome. I was saying how you guys are prepping before the show. And with our podcast, we kind of just go on stage and hope for the best. <laughs> but you guys do a lot of you guys do a lot of live shows, though. Yes. So yes. you guys are you're tour. like the queen of live shows. Yeah, we've done a lot. We're on tour now, and we have an HBCU tour, which been, which has been really fun. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. So you have kind of overnight become like the queen of podcasts. I wouldn't say that. I mean, not overnight, <laughs> but you do have 
the friend zone, you have insecurity, and you also did the Colorful Lives podcast. So mm -hmm. talk to us about what it means to juggle multiple podcasts on top of brand deals and doing a tour and, and creating content for your Tumblr and for your Instagram. I mean, you do so much. Um, I mean, I think the fun part of the podcast all being so different is that they kind of pull different parts of my personality. I think coming from YouTube, we can edit down <laughs> what people see and make ourselves real cute. Um, but on the podcast, you know, we have the jokes, the mental wellness, uh, mental hygiene conversations. And so a lot of the times uh, we can take it to serious conversations, be silly. We did money conversations on the Colorful Lives podcast on insecurity is the recap. So. It's just been fun. So you get to switch it up and really like you never exhaust one part of yourself right. because you've split it up. Yeah, exactly. That's so smart. What what do I I should do other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I have something left in me you do. after the beatings well, I the, take here. I mean, I would say as a podcast president, you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Mm, and that is uh, why is I'm that, committed that's to why only you're having only w -E -R -K one podcast. Did you win, Did you win already? No. no. No, no, I'm still campaigning. Oh, okay. She's about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> because I control the Twitter account, so. Got you. That is not true. No, but not you guys okay. know Patrick is also my lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's an interesting, like, another way to jump into this <laughs> is that you and Pat have actually worked together. Right. Um, doing lots of branded stuff. And yeah. so can you talk just a little bit about, as an influencer, how you use discretion about who you want to work with? You know, that's something you and I have talked about a lot. We get approached by people from all sorts of different walks of life. That's yeah. a great question, and is, is, actually. Is, yeah. is it hard or is it easy for you? Like, what are some of the things that you think about in that respect? I mean, it's hard because obviously we want to secure the bag as much as possible, but mm -hmm. integrity comes first for me. So I remember there was a deal where they offered us a lot of money to dye our hair blonde and straighten it for a hair color company. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly we did not take it. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, that was hard because it's not like I come from money. So turning down six figure checks isn't something I thought I would ever be doing. Uh, but then, you know, it comes to that point where you have to question, am I doing this to pay my rent for the year? Or am I doing this to have like a long term impact on the people that are watching and, and engaging with me so that's always my priority so it's actually not that hard anymore absolutely but that's also part of why you're so successful because you're always pretty honest with yourself you're always yeah. honest about what you do and i, I know I've, as we work together you know i've seen your decision making process for whether or not to yes, take certain things <laughs> and and you're always one of the first things is is does this speak to my audience? Does this speak to a broad audience? Is it inclusive? Is it is it something that's a positive message for the general world Right. that's worth it? And a lot of times I think people don't even know that we turn these deals down. Like they have no idea. They, and then they get frustrated at the deals that we do take, which yeah. sometimes can be tricky because I don't want to oversaturate my platforms and campaigns. Yes. But, you know, we still have bills. And yeah. we live in New York, and I want to sustain myself and, and my creative work. High. And they're very high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that actually brings us to another good segue that your fans are, like, really intense. Oh. They're awesome. Brands, fans. <laughs> Show us. Uh, yeah. Show Brands, us. Fans, fans, go hard. And 
I think one of the funniest stories, and it was funny because I got to hear both sides of it, because Patrick <laughs> was working with you on this deal. Mm -hmm. uh, you did a collaboration with Target, mm -hmm. um, and when the fans were going on Instagrams, on, on Target's Instagram, <laughs> they were commenting on any picture that wasn't Fran. Was that any, was that any of you? Was, were you guys were doing this? I knew you guys were here. Because there was a picture of like a baby and it was like, who the fuck is this baby? <laughs> Where is Hey Fran Hey? And I was like, yo, Target was <laughs> shook. But, but Target got more play during that campaign for your involvement than they did with everybody else involved in it and any of their other advertising efforts on social media. Talk so to you about gave like it, what, you delivered. What is that power like? Because you are, because <laughs> another example is when my book was gonna come out, all of a sudden, my my comments were filled with wave emojis, and I thought something bad was happening. I was like, does the wave mean something? Did I do something? And they were all like, Fran told us to put the wave emoji. And it was just for days, <laughs> waves and waves and waves and waves. And so I love that you are very responsible with that, with that power, but does it ever feel a little overwhelming or scary to think about how many people are listening to your voice? No, I don't think, first of all, I'm not that big. I'm big, but uh, it's not that big. big. No, no, no. I think, you know, that's you like beehive levels. You have people babies in your name? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a baby killed if you put out a, you could be like, hey guys, take care of this baby for me. I think what was so funny about that was that I'm so chill, you know, and, and like earthy, and I'm all with Target, like, thank you, this is awesome, whatever, and then my fans were like, get the, get the baby the fuck out of this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, okay. I know. And, and you know what also is wonderful? If that happens and it goes a little bit far because they are eager to support you, you will say, you know, hey, you know, let's maybe not, you know, go after the adult person. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, I definitely had a combo the with them on the podcast. I was like, guys, you, you mean the world to me. Yeah. I love the excitement, but let's chill on the kids, you know. <laughs> Let, you know, they're models, they're trying to make their bags too, like, let's be a little nicer. <laughs> and then they were like leaving comments like, I won't attack the kid, but where's Fran? Yeah. Like, how's she <laughs> But gun emoji, gun emoji. <laughs> like the sword emoji. <laughs> but I think it's sweet, it's awesome, honestly. Something else that's really funny is that you and I get confused online a lot. Bro. Even though we are nothing alike, but we're both named Francesca. And so I think it's really funny because sometimes I'll get a message that's like, oh, your charcoal mask changed my life. And I'm like, that was not me. <laughs> and what kind of messages do you get when they're misplaced for Whoa, Fran? It'll be these white men that are just like, you need to die. You're like, you're the like, worst. Wrong, thing. Francesca. <laughs> they're like, you're the worst thing that's happened to, and I'm just like, Oh my God. And then I realized, like, I'll go to their page and I'll realize that they think it's you, which is no shade. But I'm like, I don't really deal with the white supremacist side of Twitter. <laughs> so I, I knew that was all you. So I would send her the text messages, I mean, like, I don't know, I think this is for you. But how? <laughs> but, like, how revealing is it that these dudes are so upset? about getting called out on their racism that they just see another black girl named Francesca who looks nothing like me. They don't even look at the, like, the they picture. They don't even look at the picture like, and they just decide that 
it's it must it be must you. be me. Yeah. My other favorite thing is um, every time like we'll go out to dinner or something, I'll go to the front desk and say I'm meeting a friend. Um, her name is Francesca, and then they'll say, Well, what's your name? Also Francesca, and then I'll say I'm only friends with people named Francesca, <laughs> and then just like give She's them a really. She's not even kidding. She does this a every serious time. stare <laughs> every single time, and they're like, They're always like, That's that's great. <laughs> 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 um, so, Fran, you, you do a lot of work in, in mental health. You talk a lot about mental health uh, on the Friend Zone, uh, the activation shout tour. Out to Ross and the yes. 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 We've got one Friend Zoner yeah, here. Yeah, we've got lots of podcast royalty. Yes. We've got Jade and we have Crystal and Nadi. Hi, family. <laughs> They're like, <"Hey." laughs> So you do you do a lot of a lot of talking and, and working with uh, mental health issues, and I know the activation tour was was largely focused on that. Yeah. Actually, first, can you tell me a little bit? Can you tell us a little bit about the activation tour? Because I think this is really really interesting and and just one of the one of the most wonderful things about what you do. Thank you. Well, the activation tour came about. Uh, all of us are creatives, all of us that facilitate the tour, and we realized a lot of the things that got in our way was you know, our own perception of the world, our own perceptions of what we've been through, and we were kind of our own worst enemies. And so we thought, what if we created a tour where we sat creatives down, where they could break up into groups and discuss their biggest challenges They'll always, it never fails, they'll be comforting each other and being like, why do, you, why do you feel this way? You're so beautiful. And then by the end of it, we're like, don't forget to talk to yourself like that. You oh, know wow. what I mean? Like, that's what it comes down to is the support that they were so quick and easy, to yeah, else. to offer someone else. And, and obviously, we focus on black women. Um, it's just sad that they were so beautiful and friendly and sweet to strangers, and then it kind of was like a light bulb. Like, I don't talk to myself like that. You know, yeah. I don't do those things for myself. I don't encourage myself. I don't tap into the voice that's telling me, you know, to go against my better judgment and that I know I'm amazing. And so we just kind of wanted to create the container for women to have space to breathe, have space to connect, and have space to realize that they're not alone in a lot of their challenges. God, that's, that's, that's really interesting and, that, and fantastic. And actually, one of the things that we were talking about recently concerning, especially when you look at yourself differently from how you look at other people, is this, is this phenomenon where, you, where you're willing to lie to somebody else about something that doesn't need to be lied about, like it doesn't concern them, they have no, it's of no consequence to them, but you lie anyway. And this was, Fran, I think it started with a story that you had, yeah. you wanna tell it? I was talking about the fact that I was going through a hard time, I was really stressed out, I was feeling overwhelmed, and I've been in therapy, which has been really helpful for me, um, and I was having this hard time, and Patrick said to me, well, have you talked to your therapist about this? And I said, mm, I talked to my therapist, but I like lied to her, I just told her I was fine. And Patrick was like, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I just felt bad telling her the truth. Like, I didn't want her to know. Your therapist? Yeah, it was yeah. one of those things where I wanted her, you know, like, things had been good. Like, I had been making this progress. And then it was, like, this feeling of, oh, my gosh, if I let this out, it becomes real. Like, I have to acknowledge these feelings that I should be processing. And we started talking about it and this idea that, we often lie to ourselves about things, mm -hmm. whether it's the relationship that we're in or the job that we're in, um, where we don't actually wanna confront reality 
And so instead of confronting it, we cover it up. We just, um, yeah, we just lie about it. And and uh, France was actually really specific. It was like, there was a deadline that she, she was a few days past. And I was like, well, did you talk to your therapist about it? She was like, no, I just told her I did it on time. <laughs> I was like, that's really specific. But I've, I've lied about, <laughs> I've lied about things like, um, you know, like if I, like back when I, had started a new job, right? And I and I would tell my friends who were also like young lawyers who had also just started jobs how great things were going, you know? Or like I wouldn't tell them about something that was a mistake that literally everybody who came before me in that position had made. Or far worse, really, mine was fairly minimal. But I, it's it's just fascinating this notion that we will we will lie to other people senselessly in an effort to lie to ourselves. Right. And I don't know, have you, do you, have you had those sorts of experiences? Absolutely, and I think one of the, my challenges last year was actually radical honesty. Wow. And a friend of mine, we kind of created that for each other because we noticed that we were lying to ourselves about things like relationships mm -hmm. and maybe some friendships that were around us that we knew just weren't. Um, serving our highest good in any way. And so we were just like, okay, when you catch me in a lie, say radical honesty. And you had to like, you know, in that you moment, to, you're like, you, you see me, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, wow. you see me, but how and that became awesome our that, thing. That you have friends mm -hmm. and that you've built a circle around yourself that you know that you can, that you can trust them, right. you know? And I think that that's one of the reasons I love being friends with you and I love the friend group that we've created. Like yeah. we have this awesome group of creatives who are very supportive um, and, and are inspiring, you know? And I think that that is such a testament to the work that you do because you don't just preach it, you actually live it. Absolutely. Um, and that is why I'm so thankful to call you a friend and, and say that you really honor the Francesca name because I think... I thought she was going to say something deep. Yeah. <laughs> I was bracing myself like... <laughs> Nobody... I, but I, 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 I kid, I kid. But I also... I am very proud of you and, yes. and the work that you do. And I think especially because this space can often be very superficial right. about what you look like and what you own and where you've been. And I feel like you've really done a great job of using your platform to move beyond that. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very inspiring. And so we're so glad to finally have you on the pod. Thank you. And can I just tell a story of um, when Cheska was working? Should I, maybe I won't yeah, say you where. Can say. Oh. You can say. <laughs> on the, the, the nightly the show. show. Yeah. And she called me and was like, girl, do you have a crystal or something? That I can use? <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that something was wrong because Cheska calling me about crystals. I was like, girl, are you OK? You know, <laughs> like I, it had gotten really bad for you to be asking me, which yeah, one help you vibrate I was, higher. I was stressed, <laughs> but I knew if there was anybody who was going to help me work through my stress and tap into my creativity, Fran was going to be that person. And so it is so cool that you use that for the people that you know personally, and you also use your platform to be that to millions and hundreds of thousands of people every single day. So we appreciate you for that. Thank very you. Very much, very oh, much. So sweet. And right. now it is time for a game that we call Florida Man. Yeah. Are we jumping right into this? Yeah. No. Oh, do you, okay, go ahead. No, don't you play that theme song. I have something that I need to do. Okay, first. do it. I have I have two friends here, mm -hmm. uh, and this friend has a problem 
where she can only say something nice about me if it includes an insult. Cheska. And so we're going to play, and we're going to play a game, um, and it's called <laughs> Say Something Nice About Patrick. We do have a little intro that will give you a feel for how this works. Hey, come here. No, come over here. Ow, you just slapped me. So, <laughs> so it is a contest. There will be a winner. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Fran an opportunity to try to say something actually nice about me. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. You ready? Yes. <laughs> you are currently sitting between two friends. <laughs> no, that's not really that's not really we about. We are, we are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here. Okay, but see, that's not really about me. That's really not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actual... all, yeah, we're all friends. It's a, a pun and friendship. Okay. Fran, to win this, all you have to do, literally all you have to do is say anything, anything nice about me point. without also saying something insulting or uh, dodging the fact that it's actually about me. Which I, is what I gave you puns. I said multiple nice Excuse things. me, you had your time. Okay. Please. Patrick... I appreciate that you're making me very, very rich. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> and you are my new best friend. At least he's making one Francesca rich. <laughs> All right. I, that was nice! <laughs> Yeah, because all compliments start with at least. <laughs> I feel hot. <laughs> okay, now it is time for Florida Man. Florida Man. If you are new to the pod, Florida Man is a game where one of us reads multiple headlines about Florida, and one of the headlines is fake. So these are headlines about Florida men but one of them is fake, and you have to guess which one is fake, and I'm going to help you. Just so you know, we're not just randomly crapping on Florida. We are real-life POF, people of <laughs> Florida, Patrick and I. POF? Yes, we are <laughs> POF. <laughs> That's how we identify. Okay, so Fran doesn't know which one of these is a fake headline, but again, there is one fake one. You guys can sort it out amongst you. Are oh, you, you ready? I don't know either, but I'm gonna help you. Okay, cool. I'm going to read them all straight down, and then we'll talk about them afterwards. All right, so headline number one, Florida man swings anchor at beachgoers because they ruined his chicken. <laughs> number two, armless Florida man stabs tourists with scissors held in his feet. <laughs> number three. That sounds like very peak Florida. <laughs> number three, Florida man says he wasn't drinking and driving because he only drank at stoplights. <laughs> <laughs> Number four out of five. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> There's a logic there. Number four. Florida oh, no. man. Florida man fails driving test, steals airplane, crashes immediately. And number five. Florida man breaks into home, steals alcohol, poops on floor, falls asleep on couch. Mm, these all sound like Florida. <laughs> They're very Florida. Did anything yes. jump out at you as too clever? Because that's a dead giveaway that it was not a real Florida man. 
It's a fair strategy. I wouldn't say that anybody here did anything clever. The, ah, the, the stop sign. sign. I think the stabbing the with the feet oh. might be a little clever, and the stop sign one. Mm. So I'm gonna. I think the poop one is the Florida man. You think? Okay, so you so think the that's the one. fake story? The oh wait, one of only them one is, is fake. fake. Oh, only, only one, one is fake. <laughs> oh shit. No. no, this is this is this is like that's this. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> It says a lot about Florida. Yeah. This is this is what and it's like. And just so you know, there. tread lightly because we are POF. <laughs> well, you should be very proud. Um, <laughs> I think the fake one. So usually, I this, this is, is my strategy: is if it sounds too smart, <clears> then, <throat> then it fake. it has to be fake. The yeah, fake one is the stabbing one. Then maybe. I'm gonna you say the stop. I'm to? gonna say the stop sign one is the fake one. You are both wrong. Wow. The fake one was Florida man fails driving test, steals airplane, crashes immediately. Wow! Wow! Okay. So like someone it. was stabbing people on the beach with his feet? Yes, <laughs> and a pair of scissors. Somebody right. was also attacking beachgoers with anchors because his chicken. <laughs> so what did they do to his chicken? We don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are you saying it might have been reasonable? No, I was just wondering. <laughs> I was curious. Fran's so sweet and so concerned. She really was worried about these Florida yeah, men. Yeah, like, well, not one, not two. That chicken died for somebody. <laughs> well, we have a chance for you to redeem yourself. Okay. Um, because Fran is so empathetic and holistic, we thought. Why not ask Fran to prescribe <laughs> what type of crystal she thinks each of these Florida men should use? We will also take, we will also accept uh, essential oils, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yoga poses, Incense. yoga poses, anything, anything that you think will help these people overcome whatever crisis they are obviously in. Yeah. What so, crystal would you tell a dude who stabs people with his feet to use? Well, since it was over chicken, he might be struck. Oh, no, it wasn't the over chicken. Oh, God, the See, they're just all blurring in but my if head. You well, want, what about if the chicken you, one? Yeah, the guy who was one. upset about his chicken. He was, what was he doing? He Swinging was hitting an anchor. people with an anchor because they ruined his chicken. Where did he get an anchor? From his boat. It is Florida. Oh, yeah. my, okay. You can find anchors anyway. Wow. So I'm going to guess he's broke if he's fighting over a, a mm. piece of chicken. So I'd give him a citrine, oh. which is the merchant crystal, right? Oh, hey, Sante. <laughs> 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 we, we too have citrine crystals in our bags. Oh, OK. okay. Um, so it's the merchant stone. Mm. I think he, he might need a lot of that. OK. Yeah. So if that's someone really, screws up your chicken, one. you need to get your bag settled. And citrine will do it for you. That's I love how you it. do it. How I about, love it. How about some of these other ones? How about the how about the armless man stabbing people with his feet and some scissors? How do you how do you help somebody in that state? I think he needs a diffuser. Ooh, yes. And put some lavender essential oils because the vapors will help him calm down. Oh yes. Ooh. Yes. I love it. That's that fantastic. Be... All right, we'll do we'll do I'm really good Let's at just this do stuff. one more. We'll You're do... really good at this. We'll do one more. No, seriously, I'm like writing things down. I'm like <laughs> typing as you talk. Uh, how about the how about the person who says that he wasn't drinking and driving because he only drank at stoplights? Oh, he just needs to be a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good answer. <laughs> that sounds like one of those uh, stories mm. that YouTubers tell. No. Unfortunately, all of that is wrong because the only crystal Florida men want is crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. That's the correct answer. <laughs> crystal meth for every single one of them. <laughs>
<laughs> well, congratulations, Fran. You still help Thanks. a lot of people with all of these crystal and, and aroma prescriptions. And crystal meth. And crystal meth for mattress. <laughs> that, would, that would be I a really like funny name for the crystal shop, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> yes. Someone out In there should go ahead and do that. <laughs> Start your own franchise. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I promise more puns if I'm reelected. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening. Well, Fran, thank you so thank very you. much. Please tell our audience where they can find you online and if you have any interesting, fun things for us to look forward to in the coming months. Um, you can usually find me at home watering my plants. Um, <laughs> yes. On occasion, I'm on a podcast called The Friend Zone when we record. Hey, yes. <laughs> uh, you can catch us on Wednesdays is when we drop, but obviously all of our episodes are on SoundCloud and wherever you stream your podcasts. Uh, insecure when it comes back. Yes. Right? Shout out to Crystal. <laughs> Uh, but catch up with the previous seasons because I must say, Crystal and I, Crystal and I are very funny. Um, <laughs> burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick, I have to say this was an incredible live show. This we had an amazing so guest. We had games. We had a beautiful audience. We had puns. We also had a presidential podcast debate. Do not forget to go to our Twitter to cast your vote and make sure that your voice is heard. And, and there's a poll? There's going to be a poll. Okay. We're actually there's taking actually real be votes. An election, nice. But a Twitter election, so you know. So we you keep need it a simple. Twitter. We keep it classy. <laughs> <laughs> so we also want to know what you thought of this week's episode. You can tweet us, last name underscore basis, or you can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At tie optional. We would love to hear from you. Also, you can email us at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, as always, don't forget to go on iTunes and leave us a rating. If you do, and leave us a message, we'll read it right here on the podcast. All right, I think I think we did it, huh? I think I think we did. Did we do it? It was awesome. <laughs> okay. I'm Francesca. <laughs> I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis live from Brick House in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Huge thank you to our executive producers Sasha Mathias, our producer Emily Bogosian, editor Kyrell Palmer. Director Curtis Boone, cameraman Steve DeSev, Clinton Filson Jr., and Dwayne Ferguson. Recorded by Eric Haugasag and Eric Saxvik. Special thanks to Rob Robinson, Colleen Arnerich, Barbara Samuels, Charles Haler, Andy Millaris, Roe Johnson, Rafael Acasio, Jonathan Ortiz, Stephen Arnold, David Feldman, Tony Riddle, Aziz Isham, and Christina Newman-Scott. <laughs>